guys, I'm so thankful that you've tuned in to the Have You Heard podcast, and I'm so excited to tell you about my book that is coming out June 28th, You Are, Realizing Who You Are Because of Who God Is. We're all craving clarity about why we're here. We're all craving confidence about who we are, and that comes through knowing who God is. I pray this book blesses you, and we're going to provide the link below so that you can pre-order today. Hey there, Emma Mae McDaniel here. This podcast is powered by the Converge Podcast Network. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the Have You Heard Podcast. My name is Emma Mae McDaniel, and I am so thankful that you're here. I feel like I say that every single episode, and I probably do, but it's because it's always true. I'm just so thankful for your life. I'm thankful that I get to be a part of your life in this way, and I'm thankful that you've tuned in to this episode because we are talking about who God is. seems like a pretty broad topic, and it's like, how are we going to go about it? And I pray it brings you encouragement and clarity, and it shifts your perspective from your current circumstances and problems to the very maker, creator, Lord, and King over all the earth. And it brings you hope with whatever you're walking through. So friends, grab your headphones, and let's get into the Word. Guys, I am so excited because we have been going through this long series of who you are, realizing who you are because of who God is. And now we are at the week before my book launches. So if you are on YouTube, you can see through the video that this is my book. And guys, it literally comes out next week, June 28th. And I am so over the moon to share it with y'all. If you have not pre-ordered yet, you can go to the link down below that will take you right there so that you can get your copy or copies if you're wanting to let this be a means by which you start a small group in your home or you get to, if you're having somebody that you mentor or somebody's mentoring you and you're like, I want to go through this with that person or through discipleship, um, I just really believe it would be a help tool to equip you um, in the word of God and to help you grow in your walk with the Lord wherever you're at in your journey. So I am stoked. And with all of that being said, as I mentioned, we have been talking about who you are um, in the last month and a half or so. And the whole book is about, yes, who you are, but how do we know that? How do we discover that with confidence It's through realizing who God is by personally knowing him as our Lord, our Savior, our Father, and our friend. So I figured what better way to have a grand finale, a wrap up of this this series leading up to the book launch than to talk about who God is. And so as I mentioned as well, we all are going through life. We're all going through different seasons. I know it just, it's now summertime and some of you like me, you've just graduated, whether it be high school or it's college and you're about to step into a season you've never been in and you may be, that's probably what's 
totally occupying your mental space, whether it be excitement or it be fear because you don't know what's coming. Um, and so many other seasons that we're walking through and just day-to-day life that we're walking through. And sometimes it can be overwhelming. And so my prayer is that today we can shift our focus We can shift our focus to set our eyes on the Father. Scripture says to set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. To not look at the things that are temporary, but on things that are eternal. And so I hope that through us shifting our perspective to look at God and who He is, we are then brought clarity and peace and confidence in whatever circumstance we're walking through, in whatever season we are approaching, and confidence in who we are as well, simply because we look to Him. And so, as I mentioned as this podcast was starting, this is so broad, and I'm not going to cover it by even a hair, like how incredible God is and all of who he is. That's just not possible because his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. I couldn't even scratch the surface um, to explain this, but I want to go to scripture today and talk about just a couple of names of who God is. So whether you're on a walk or you're sitting at a coffee shop or you're doing the dishes or you're driving your kiddos to school, um, whatever it is that you may be doing, I hope that this just settles in your heart. The word of God gets hidden in your heart today. And then it's like fire that's shot up in your bones and you can't keep it to yourself. You can't help but share it with other people and your life can't help but be transformed for the better because you know who your maker is. And that leads me to the first name that I think of whenever I think of who God is, that he is the creator and the maker. So wherever you're at, I just want to speak scripture over you regarding the fact, the truth that God is our creator and he is our maker. Genesis 1.1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Psalm 90 verse 2, before the mountains were, were born, before you gave birth to the earth and the world, from beginning to end, you are God. Hebrews 11 verse 3, by faith, we understand that what? That the entire universe was formed at God's command. That what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. Colossians 1, 15 through 17, Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. For through him, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. He made the things that we can see and the things that we can't see, such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. He existed before anything else, and he holds all creation together. Psalm 24, 1 through 2, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. The world and all its people belong to him, for he laid the earth's foundation on the seas and built it on the ocean's depths. Guys, this is so good. Psalm 139, 13 through 16. We've been talking about how God is the creator of the heavens and the earth, but now I also want to tell you, he is the maker of you. This is the psalmist speaking to the Lord, speaking about the Lord. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body, and you knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you, God, for making me so wonderfully complex. 
Other versions say, God, you have made me fearfully and wonderfully. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. That is one of my prayers for you today, is that you know full well how good God's works are. And his work is you. His craftsmanship is you. And it's a good thing. It's a marvelous thing. It is a fearfully and wonderfully made thing. He is proud to call you his. He is proud of the work that he has done in creating you. Hear me today. Continuing in that. Speaking about God, you watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. You are not an accident. You are not a surprise to God. You are not unplanned. You are, in fact, very purposeful. You are planned by the maker and creator of heaven and earth. And finishing in Psalm 19 verses 1 through 6, guys, just listen to this. The heavens proclaim the glory of God. The skies display his craftsmanship. Day after day, they continue to speak. All of creation, just they pour out praises to their creator. Night after night, they make him known. They speak without a sound or word. That's where we read in in Romans 1 where we say we look to creation. Paul says we look to creation and we're left without excuse that there is a God. That's called general revelation. It's just through creation we are able to see that there is a creator. There is a higher being and he is God and he is glorious and he is worthy of our praise. All of creation pours forth his praise. They speak without a sound or word. Their voice is never heard, yet their message has gone throughout the earth. In their words to all the world, God has made a home in the heavens for the sun. It bursts forth like a radiant bridegroom after his wedding. It rejoices like a great athlete eager to run the race. The sun rises at one end of the heavens and follows its course to the other end. Nothing can hide from its heat. The Lord is the creator and he is the maker. The next thing that I want to hone in on is the fact that God is three in one. Now, this is kind of a complex conversation because it's hard to wrap our minds around. Also known as the Trinity. And this is kind of hard because it's like, how is he one God, but three at the same time? And I want to just go to scripture with you and show how the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is made known all throughout scripture. First thing I want to share with you is the I am. If you go in Exodus and read about Moses' encounter with God, Moses is giving God all of these excuses as to why he can't go and do what God is calling him to do. You see, God had come to Moses and said, I want you to go to Pharaoh and tell him to let my people go. I want to use you to help deliver my people out of slavery and lead them to the land to which I've promised them. I want to use you. I have equipped you. And Moses is like, I can't speak right. They're not going to listen to me and yada, 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 all of these reasons as to why he can't do it. And God's response to him is, I am. Basically saying that I am God. And because I've called you, you have everything you need to live the life I've called you to live. Because I've called you, because I'm with you, 
every single need that you could possibly ever think of needing is supplied by my glorious riches in Christ Jesus. And then fast forward long, many, many years later to John 8 actually all throughout the book of John, and we see Jesus. He has come as fully God and fully man dwelling among people. And he says, I am the light. I am the good shepherd. I am the way, the truth, and the life. We see that again. Why? Because they are one. Yes, it is the father and yes, it is the son, but they are one. Also, You see all throughout the Old Testament how the Spirit of God came upon people and empowered them to do the will of the Father. You see it throughout the prophets and through different people that the Lord used to make great of His name. He used His Spirit. It's so beautiful. Now I want to share some scripture with you to show how our God is three in one. Matthew 28 verses 18 through 20. Jesus came and told his disciples, this is right before Jesus is about to go back into heaven, seated at the right hand of the Father, and the Spirit is about to come and be an advocate, a helper to dwell among the people of God. We even see the Trinity right there. But Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, because of this reality, go and make disciples of all the nations and do what? Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In Matthew 3, 13 through 17, this is whenever Jesus is getting baptized by John the Baptist. Then Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptized by John, but John tried to talk him out of it. He's like, um, I think this is supposed to be reversed. We need to do a little switcheroo here. He says, I'm the one who needs to be baptized by you. Like he knew that he was the Lord. And so the fact that he was asked to baptize him, it's like, I feel so unworthy. But Jesus said, it should be done for we must carry out all that God requires. So so John agreed to baptize him. And then get this, after his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were opened and he saw what? He saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And then what? And a voice from heaven said, this is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. Right there, we see the father talking to his son. We see the son and we see the spirit. John 3, 16, for this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Hebrews 12, 2, this is one of my favorite verses. This is, it's picking up in the middle of a sentence. So to kind of give context here, this is right after the author of Hebrews is saying like, okay, now that we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off the sin that so easily entangles us and hinders us and run the race that's been set before us with endurance. Then he says, looking to Jesus. That is where we find our strength as we run here on earth. Looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising its shame. And now he is what? Seated at the right hand of the throne of God. 1 Corinthians 8, 6. But for us, this is what we can say as children of God. There is one God. Isn't that so cool? There is one God. The Father, by whom all things were created and for and for whom we live. And there is one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom all things were created and through whom we live. John 1.14, talking about Jesus, he came into the very world he created. 
So hear me, Jesus is fully God and fully man as he's here on earth, but it wasn't like he was created whenever he came as we read in Matthew 1. Jesus was there at the very beginning and it says that he came into the very world he created. How incredible. So the word became human and made his home among us. That's Jesus. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness and we have seen his glory the glory of the Father's one and only Son. John 15, 26, But I will send you an advocate. This is right before Jesus is about to be taken into captivity. He's about to be mocked and beaten, eventually crucified and die on a cross. He's about to be buried, rising in, and go be seated at the right hand of the Father. And so a lot is about to go down. And so he wants to encourage his disciples. And he's like, hey, I'm going to prepare a place for you. And not only that, but I'm going to send a helper for you. I'm going to send my spirit. And this is where we see in John 15, 26, but I will send you the advocate, the spirit of truth. He will come to you from the father and will testify all about me. Basically saying, I'm with you. Second Corinthians three seventeen: for the Lord is the spirit. And wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network and is sponsored in part by... If the first thing that you do when you wake up is look at your phone, then I have an amazing idea for you to try. Instead of checking social media, open the Abide app and start your day by thinking on the Word of God. Talk about an incredible way to start your day. Abide is the number one Christian meditation app. Abide users, they report less stress, lower levels of anxiety and depression, and better sleep. And for a limited time, our listeners will get 25% off a premium subscription when you text HEARD to 22433. Get started now with 25% off a premium subscription by texting HERD to 22433. You'll get additional stories and meditations, premium music, soothing sounds, and more. You can support this show and get 25% off by texting HERD to 22433. That's H-E-A-R-D to 22433 to download the Abide app and get 25% off your premium subscription. I'm talking to all of the beautiful mamas tuning in. Most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and can contribute to a variety of health issues. And that's why Haya was created. Haya Kids Vitamins are made with zero sugar and zero gummy junk. Haya was formulated with the help of nutritional experts. It's a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies and supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, and many others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and so much more. Haya is designed for kids of all ages and it's shipped straight to your door. So picking it up doesn't have to be added to your to-do list of the day. 
And not only all of this, but the kids can also decorate their own Haya vitamin bottle with super fun stickers. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You can receive 50% off your first order. But to claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash Emma. This deal is not available on their regular website. So go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash Emma and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. We're talking today about reflecting on who God is, thinking on whatever is true and lovely, thinking about his word, thinking about his character, being filled with awareness of his presence, even when we don't feel it, even whenever it's not our immediate desire to think on God, to choose to think on God. We are choosing to think on freedom because where he is, that is also where freedom is. In the last verse for the verses for this one, Ephesians 1, 13 through 14. And now you Gentiles, this is Paul writing to um, the church. He says, and now you Gentiles have also heard the truth. After he talks about how the Jews had heard the truth. He said, the good news that God saves you. And when you believed in Christ, he identified you as his own by giving you the Holy Spirit. Do y'all hear all of this? It's like in scripture, we never hear the word Trinity but we see God who is one and we see the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit all throughout the word. He said the Spirit is God's guarantee that he will give us the inheritance he promised and that he has purchased us to be his own people. He did this so we would praise and glorify him. So we've talked about how God is creator and he is maker. We've talked about how God is three in one and how God is with us. Yes, Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father, but God is with us because we are filled with his spirit. Not only all of that, he is the perfect savior. I want to hone in a little bit on how God is perfect. I don't know if y'all have heard of Jackie Hill Perry, but she is someone I learn from all the time. I have not gotten to meet her in person, but that would that would be a dream come true. I love her. But I remember one time she was talking about how we tend to put our human abilities and our imperfect experiences with people, we put that expectation on God. So just as people have let us down, just as we have walked an imperfect life, we sometimes expect that from God. We expect God to let us down. We expect God to be imperfect. We expect him to not hold his word as people have not held their word to us. And we have to understand that God is not God is not a liar. He's not imperfect. He is, he's not fickle. God is steadfast and true and perfect in all of his ways. And I love this verse in Psalm 1830, where it says, God's way is perfect. All the Lord's promises prove true. He is a shield for all who look to him for protection. And now I want to talk about how he is our savior Guys, this wasn't some whim of a decision like, okay, I guess I may make a way so that I can be in relationship with these people who have rejected me, but I made them. Like, it wasn't just this like last minute kind of decision. From the very beginning, before the creation of the world, God chose his son to come and save us. It is a it is beautiful. And we see that in Genesis 3, 14 and 15. This is right after the fall has taken place. So Adam and Eve have eaten of the forbidden fruit and 
God is speaking to the servant. He speaks to Eve and then he speaks to Adam. And verses 14 and 15 in Genesis 3 is when God is speaking to the serpent. He says, Then the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed. More than all animals, domestic and wild, you will crawl on your belly, groveling in the dust as long as you live. And I will cause, get this, I will cause hostility between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He being Jesus, because Jesus was going to be the offspring of the woman that this is just so cool. It, you can read it in um, the Gospels, and it's also foretold prophetically throughout the Old Testament that the seed of the woman, which came from the Spirit through the Virgin Mary, um, that is how Jesus came to be, and that's who he's talking about right now. I will cause hostility between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He will strike your head and you will strike his heel. Right there, like way back in Genesis 3, God is starting to reveal what his ultimate plan is to redeem people back to his heart because he loves us so much. Romans 3, 23 through 24, for everyone has sinned. We all fall short of God's glorious standard, yet God in his grace freely makes us right in his sight. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty of our sins. These last verses are just about how God is our savior. Friend, if you have not experienced the saving grace of Jesus Christ that is available to you today, anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Romans 5, 8, but God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. In Romans 6, 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. So not only is he the perfect savior, not only is he three in one, not only is he the creator and is he the maker, but he is also the truth and the life. John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. And also, before I continue, I want to encourage you guys, like, the Word of God is so powerful. It equips us for every good work. It teaches us, corrects us, rebukes us, and trains us in righteousness. And Jesus, whenever he was facing temptation, he responded to the evil one with the word of God. He, every response was, it is written, it is written, it is written. And so I encourage you to let this be an episode where you come back to and, and commit to hiding these verses in your heart. Because the enemy would love to bring confusion to your life about who God is. Because if he can confuse you about who God is, then he can confuse you about who you are. That's the whole heart behind this series. Realizing who you are, not because of what you've done or because of what other people have said about you, but because of who God is. So a big reason I'm sharing all this scripture with you is because it's authoritative it doesn't return void. It lasts forever. So I encourage you to take note of it, hide it in your heart. So when that confusion comes, when the flaming arrows of the evil one come, you can have the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, ready to stand firm. Again, how God is the truth in the life. John 8, 32, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. We just read that Jesus is the truth. When you know him, you can walk in freedom. John eleven twenty five 25 through 26, Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. 
Anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. Everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never die. John 17, 17, Jesus prays to the Father, make them holy by your truth. Teach them by your word, which is truth. And this is so good. Psalm 119, 160. I love this verse so much. The very essence of your words is truth. Speaking about the Lord. All your just regulations will stand forever. Comments will come and comments will go. Successes and failures will make their way in your journey of life. Thoughts and feelings and opinions will make themselves known and then they'll change tomorrow. But God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, meaning his word is steady, meaning what he says about you and who he is is unchanging and you can trust it. So good. And God is love. 1 John 4, 7 through 9, dear friends, let us continue to love one another for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God, but anyone who does not love does not know God for why? God is love. And as I said at the start of this, there is no way that I could touch on it all. I could talk about this for the rest of my life, which is why I talk about it every day, which is why I started a podcast because I love God and sharing who he is with you. Um, But talking about who God is, like I could speak for the rest of my life and not talk about it all. Um, But this is the last characteristic and the last name that I want to share with you when I think about who God is. And that is that he is above all. He is above your current situation. He is above the season that you're walking through. He is above the sickness that you may be dealing with. He is above your questions. He is above the names and the labels that people have given you and they've caused harm. Like he is above it all. And I just want to read this, these words over you. Job 42, 2. Job said to the Lord, I know. I know, and I want you to know this too, that you can do all things, God. Nothing is impossible for your God. Nothing is too hard for him. And Job continues on, and no purpose of yours, God, can be thwarted. He is sovereign. He reigns above it all. There's a song that goes, you reign above it all, you reign above it all. Over the universe and over every heart, there is no higher name. Jesus, you reign above it all. And I just encourage you to declare that with confidence and boldness today. Whenever you wake up, the first thing that you do as you're looking in the mirror and brushing your teeth, I want you to declare, God, you reign above my life in this day. Whatever comes, the things that I've planned and the things that are going to come unexpectedly, I know are not unexpected to you. And I believe that you have authority over it and you reign above it. And so I trust you and I commit myself to you. I just encourage you to declare it. Philippians 2, 9 through 11, therefore God has highly exalted him being Jesus and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. So that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. 
Psalm 138, verse verse 2, I bow toward your holy temple and give thanks to your name for your steadfast love and your faithfulness. For you have exalted above all things your name and your word. His name and his word is exalted above all things. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of the Lord endures forever. And this is the word that is being preached Matthew 28, 18, as we talked about earlier, Jesus came and said to his disciples, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. In Revelation 4, 8 through 11, talking about the four living creatures who had six wings and full of eyes all around and within and day and night, what were they saying? Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. And listen to this. Whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who is seated on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who is seated on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They cast their crowns before the throne. And what are they saying? Worthy are you, our Lord and God to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and by your will they existed and they were created. And this is the last thing that I want to leave y'all with. Guys, it's so good. I, I'm literally just sharing God's word with you today because I was like, how, how great is our God? Like, that he made me in his image fearfully and wonderfully and that he's the creator of the mountains. Like we recently got back from Scotland and we were walking through Glencoe and the mountains, they were just ginormous. I felt so small next to them, yet God made them and yet still sees me even more significant than the grandest of mountains that he made. He is three in one. He is my father. He sent his son to come and save me so I could be his friend. And he sent me a spirit to help me, to counsel me, to teach me, and to guide me. He is the truth that has set me free. He is life and in him I shall never die because even though I die in this death, I spend eternity with him forever and ever and ever and he reigns above it all. I can share this so passionately with you because I've tasted and seen his goodness in my own life and I so desperately desire for you to experience it too. And so I want to leave this with you. Psalm 145, if you're in a place where you can turn in your Bibles to read it with me, totally do so. But this is finishing off with just the thought in mind of how God really is above it all. The psalmist says, I will extol you, my God and King. Just let these words sit over you today. And I will bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you. Get that, I will. It's a choice. I choose to bless you today, God. My feelings may not be here. (laughs) My feelings may want to do a whole lot of other things like wallow and complain and worry and be afraid and go and vent. But God, I choose to sit here and praise you. I choose to bless your name forever and ever. God is Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised and his greatness is unsearchable. That's why I said I can't even really scratch the surface to express how awesome he is and who he is. It's unsearchable. 
One generation shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. On the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works, I will meditate. That's what I wanted us to do today, to meditate on who he is, to meditate on what he's done. They shall speak of the might. His works shall speak of the might of your awesome deeds, and I will declare your greatness. They shall pour forth the fame of your abundant goodness and shall sing aloud of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. The Lord is good to all and his mercy is over all that he has made. All your works shall give thanks to you, O God, and all your saints shall bless you. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and tell of your power to make known to the children of man your mighty deeds and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures throughout all generations. The Lord is faithful in all his words and kind in all his works. The Lord upholds all who are falling and raises up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you and you give them their food in due season. He's our provider. You open your hand, you satisfy the desire of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and kind in all his works, it says. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desire of those who fear him. He also hears their cry and saves them. The Lord preserves all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord. I will speak the praise of the Lord. And let all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. Psalm 145. Friends, we've been talking about who you are and who I am. We're all craving to know that, aren't we? Craving to know and have confidence in who we are. Craving to have clarity in why we're here. We've been talking about how We are beautiful and we are not our struggle and we are made for freedom and we are not the likes and follows and we are not alone and we are made for friendship. We've been talking about all of those things, but we can't walk in that confidently and none of that is even true apart from the very one who made us and gave us our purpose. And so today... I pray that you are encouraged in the incredible, clear truth of who God is. Because whenever you keep that at the forefront of your focus, you're going to continue to walk in confidence in who you are and clarity in why you're here, no matter what you're walking through. And again, guys, the book comes out next week. I'm so excited. Again, the link is going to be below so that you can go and check it out and pre-order. Be sure and pre-order because I know my last book that came out, they went away pretty quickly and then had the people had to wait for until it was restocked. So just make sure that you go and check it out. And that also helps us out too, whenever you pre-order. So we would appreciate that so, so much, but guys, y'all are the best. If you are watching on YouTube, be sure and give a thumbs up, subscribe, comment down below how you were encouraged, what stuck out to you, what verse you want to commit to memorizing that was shared today. And if you are listening via Apple or Spotify, be sure and download, rate, review, share it with your people and know that I love you. And even more, God loves you. You'll have a great week.
I pray blessings and encouragement and a deepening of faith over your life today. Be sure to subscribe, rate, give reviews, and go share this episode with all of your people so that we can continue to build our community and build our faith. Thank you for tuning in to the Have You Heard podcast. And don't forget how awesome you are. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.